Welcome to another episode of The Brand Called You, a podcast and video show which brings you leadership lessons, knowledge, experience, and wisdom from hundreds of successful individuals from around the world. If you're new to the channel, please subscribe so you won't miss a new episode. I'm your host, Fritz Bussemaker, and today I'm delighted to have a conversation with Diana Daniels. Diana, welcome to the show. Thank you, Fritz, for having me. I'm super excited to be here. Great. Well, I'm looking forward to our conversation, but for the audience, let me first give you a little bit of background who you are. Uh, originally from Mexico, you migrated to the U.S. in the 90s. Uh, you completed a number of universities, including Stanford, where you actually now are chair of the board in the Stanford Alumni Executive Program Foundation. You started to work in the telco industry, and you are the founder and currently the, the chair and CEO of the Kronos Group, a multinational telecoms company. And if you haven't had time enough, uh, you're also the founder of Thinkerlink, which is a social marketplace, which we'll cover later in the show. Uh, and you move between Florida, New York, and Barcelona. So in my book, you are a true global entrepreneur. So That's again, true. Diana, welcome. We're going to talk about startups, entrepreneurship, uh, role models, time management, motivation, a lot of things. Now, just reading your resume, reading your background, uh, it reminds me of saying my wife frequently uh, shares, if you want to get something done, ask a busy person. <laughs> well, recognize this. Yeah, absolutely. You know, now that you put it like into that way, I have to say that it sounds more complicated than it is, you know, and, and it could be that because I'm either, you know, a woman we're so used to multitasking yeah. that for me it has been easy to do several things at the same time. And probably the key that I believe that it is, is that we have, and I have in my team, a great support system. And if you have a great support system that will allow you to do several and many things, you know, team is a key. You cannot do everything alone. I've learned that already. You know, I, I might be the face of many of the things that you just said, mm -hmm. but uh, behind me, there's always a team. And in the other hand, you don't, you, you, I mean, you don't do more, you know, if, if you can do by yourself to advance. And I, I, I enjoy the, the, the pieces of creating. So I'm always trying to look for, for all these type of projects that allow me to be able to create, to generate impact and gives me a lot of energy and allows me to grow. So that's, that's where I'm always active. Busy. Okay. Yeah. Actually, if I go to your WhatsApp uh, message and I see your status, it actually states busy exclamation mark three times. So you know you're a busy person. I am. Listen, I love... I love this, the, the personal contact yeah. with people, but sometimes in WhatsApp or in Signal or Telegram or whatever yeah. messaging system that we have today, people sometimes forget that, that you still have a job. And, and yeah. this immediate communication, people are always wishing that you answer like right away. Yeah. Wait a second, I'm busy. I'll answer you back whenever I have a chance to answer you back. You know, it's like this instant gratification thing that we have. Like, okay, answer me now, 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 now. It's uh, I'm, I'm busy. I'm, I'm working busy. on something yeah, for yeah. sure. Hold on. Wait, I'll get back to you in an hour, in an hour, a day. I mean, yeah, I recognize that. I think we all recognize that. Now, before you became a busy person, um, how did you start? When you started off working in the telco industry, number of managerial jobs, marketing jobs. Uh, at a certain point, you said, okay, um, I'm going to start my own company. What what triggered that uh, idea? 
Well, I, I guess I've been in the telecom industry for many years and probably more years than I'm willing to accept, you know, uh, that I don't want any people like to start making any conflict. Yeah. But um, the truth is that I've been always an agent of change for most of the companies that I work for. Mm-hmm. And I, I truly live and breathe on disruption. So one day back in 2012, I decided that it was time to take my shot. You know, I've I've been working diligently for, for, as you said, started like in marketing jobs and then came to sales, buying until managing bigger companies and corporate companies, uh, did M&As yeah. and all that stuff. So then I, I decided that it was it was my time and I thought that I could do that. And uh, this is what I've been doing for already many years. I created Kronos uh, also with my partner. And it wasn't easy to tell you the truth at the very first time, you know, to, to be a corporate person and then being willing to just jump mm-hmm. and and, uh, and do an entrepreneur uh, as an entrepreneur it's 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 hard job especially when when you come from this environment where things like i don't know let's say hiring you know yeah. in corporate is easy you have a big department of hr that keeps you with the inflow of candidates uh, that will help you sort them out make all kind of exams deliver ones that are easier for you to take away and today you know although nowadays the tools probably will make that flow easier for people without big HR departments. But, you know, starting your company, it's, it's or creating another startup, the challenges to get talented people and the right team are harder, not impossible yeah. because oh, that's a new... Okay. Yeah, I, yeah. I understand that's difficult in the beginning, but still, did you just wake up at a certain moment say, hey, no, I'm going to start my company, I'm going to fi- uh, quit my job, or did it grow on you? Because people who watch this uh, podcast are interested in their own journey, uh, look at the role models, how, how they found that. I, I will say that most of us, that the, the, the people that they are always with that little in your back head, right? Yeah. Saying like, I want to do something, or or I'm tired of, 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 of the rigid system that the corporations usually yeah. give you. Like, and you know that you can do better, yeah, right? Because yeah. most of the time it's like, we, we need to do this. Yeah. And you can either not convince either the CEO, if you're not the CEO, or if you're the CEO, you might not be able to convince the board or your investors that this is the way to, to, to make it happen. Or, or do you just decide that you need that freedom somehow yeah. to, to do this? Freedom doesn't equals to less work, mm-hmm. right? And, and and the people that are in the entrepreneurship arena understand this. It's like you probably work more than yeah. when you were working for somebody. But the the benefits of of and the sentiment of achievement is so greater. You know, yes, the risks are so higher too. So um, so if you have it in your like any of your audience that today are listening to, you know, if you have it in your back of your mind, you're thinking about it, you're thinking, about it, don't waste any time, you know, just try to put your plan together. If you have a, a revenue stream uh, uh, solid somehow, yeah. well, try to maintain it until you start advancing in other things. In my case, you know, the company that I was working for, uh, it came to a moment that I, I didn't want to continue being with them any longer our you know difference were so big that uh, that i couldn't come back to what i was doing before and uh and it was a moment in my life where i was thinking okay do i do i get another c-level job in another company which the offers came in 
or do I start over and, and, and then pursue what I want to do with, with my assets, with my contacts and with, uh, with what I know already about the market, plus the innovation that I want to that I want to yeah, create. Because you don't, you, 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 I mean, there are a couple of elements. Uh, it's not just having the passion and the urge uh, to be successful. You also have to have some kind of product or an idea or service. So, what is it you started to offer? You said, "Hey, that's the niche I'm going to go for." Well, in in the telecom side, you know, the more than the niche was also the way of doing business, the way that that you manage uh, your risks and uh, and in, and telco side, especially in the side that we were uh, working on, which was on the wholesale of telco. There's a lot of different risks that we were managing to. So, uh, but that also gave me another opportunity to start pivoting and doing innovation into other aspects. And this is kind of like the reason that we start doing. Um, angel investing in several uh, companies as well, and as well of uh, creating of little startups like Tinkerlink that we were talking about before, you know. So it, that gave me that opportunity to, to, to really play along and understand what was going on with these new technologies, touch a little bit of that, understanding in that other uh, segments on, on the, that it could be similar to telecom, but in parallel routes to try to see what else I can do and that uh, that it will probably create an, a different impact as well. You know, uh, the telecom industry is, has been super novel with me and, yeah. and with my partners, um, but I wanted to keep more, you know, I, I, I was working in, as I said, you know, for many, many years in this industry, I um, helped manage the two largest calling car companies in the United States. So that, that gave me this approach, like to the mm-hmm. end user, to the multicultural market, the, the ethnic markets, the Mexicans, the, the Central Americans, the South Americans, the Caribbeans, the Africans, the everybody that was living in the United States and that somehow were uh, communicating back to their homes and to their countries. I understood what they needed, what they were looking for. And this was kind of like what we were trying to, to approach in the innovation side. It's definitely, you're already uh, alluding to a question uh, I had uh, when we're going to discuss uh, Tinkerlink. Uh, yeah. But uh, what I'm hearing you say is my own personal background is a huge influence on not only what I'm doing with Kronos, because, because I understand my clients because I'm one of them, but also I, I, I see the struggle uh, they're in in a day-to-day life. And I want to do something about that. Definitely. Yeah, of course. I mean, if... if- if, if you understand a market like I do understand the multicultural markets, uh, the ethnic markets in not only the United States, but also in Mexico, Latin America, which is kind of like my turf, you yeah. know, Spain, Portugal. Yeah. Um, it, I, need, I needed to do something with it. And I started, you know, pivoting into different ideas because we were like in the calling car area. Then we tried to, uh, we, we launched a, a soft or, or a digital calling card as well. But then WhatsApp came after, you know, with, uh, with all the piece of uh, calling for free. So it's like, okay, this, this market is, is, is disrupted already. So we need to, to figure out what other avenues we can, we can do. Okay. And now um, what you just said about your own background, would that also be a, an advice or gen- generic advice you would give to young people starting up their own career is look at your own background because that's where you can bring to the table? Definitely, definitely. It's, it's not only your own, own background, but things that occurs to you, for instance, 
why, why did I uh, uh, create a Tinkerlink? You know, uh, not only because I wanted to to grab or or, or to attack that market of yeah. the multiple so, drug admin. Yeah. So when we're going to talk about Tinkerlink right now, okay. um, please, uh, in a couple of words, what is Tinkerlink? What does it do? Well, Tinkerlink is a social marketplace that okay. uh, helps people, you know, to to be included into the labor and financial markets. Basically, what it is is a social marketplace where you uh, find uh, and connect with trustworthy experts yeah. recommended by people that you already know. And our aim is including to the uh, mobile revolution and financial uh, segment, you know? Um, and and if, if, if I can tell you a little bit why yeah. I'm doing oh, yes, that, please. you know, um, as, as you said, so I'm Mexican. I yeah. come from a matriarchy family in Mexico, mm -hmm. you know, la mama, la dona, la nona, la abuela, you know, it's like yeah. that. that's my family uh, in Mexico, in, 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 at least in Mexico and yeah. many other Latin countries. The mom is the key centerpiece yeah. of the family framework. So my grandma in, in specific, she's uh, this particular woman. She's... Uh, she will travel every year to different places uh, alone in mm -hmm. her late 80s, you know. It was amazing. And um, she was actually one of the demonstrators in for, uh, women's rights in Mexico on the 68 for the students, you know, this woman going out there and everything. And, uh, and what happened was that five years ago, she went sick and she had a stroke, mm -hmm. you know, and my, and my family is a working family. We all worked uh, like since forever, my mom, her sisters, uh, brothers, uncles, whatever. We, we, we are working family, you know? So we needed a caregiver to help her out uh, because at that time she wasn't able to speak, to feed herself, to dress herself, you know? This independent woman certainly needs to, to have this extra care of someone that has to be with her like seven by 24. So who do you call, mm -hmm. you know? Who do you trust? Who, who do you give the keys of the house to go and take care of this, you know, this person that you love and adore, and especially in countries like Mexico, you know, where security is an issue. Yeah. So then I realized that we needed a, 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 a referral-based platform where we can find that trustworthy expert recommended by the people that you already know that we already developed and called Tinkerlink. And when we did, I realized that the problem actually was bigger. Because as anything in life, you know, the story has two faces, you know, for one side, people like you, like me, like my grandma, or like the mm -hmm. working parents who need to take care of the of their kids, you know, have a nanny or a plumber or somebody to come home, a trustworthy expert, right? But from the other side, you have all these trustworthy experts, you know, the nanny, the driver, the cleaner, the plumber, that many of them are paid in cash and belong to the informal economy. That is a market, you know, of $12 trillion. And probably more now that's actually because of the pandemic. And, and if you think about this, you know, it's, it's, it's a, a very underserved market. By 2019, 48% of the world population were part of the informal economy. And today, by 2021 at least, just the year that just ended, is 61%. So, the, the, this is uh, an incredible size market that uh, 
where people that we usually pay in cash, that means that people are of the financial system. They have no social security. They don't have any pension plans. They don't have access to credit or mortgage or even decent loans. Because uh, I, when, when I work in telecom, especially in the prepaid calling card system, I realized that the immigrants were, who were using the cards were the people that actually pay the most expensive telecom services. You know, it happens the same thing with the financial services. So if they have any access to any loans are, are like a, an incredible, crazy amounts of rates. So I realized that there was an opportunity to deliver a solution that can provide not only job opportunity to this type of segment, but also include them into the financial system through the power of the mobile economy and the mobile technology in general terms. So, so this is the reason that I make it. Okay, because um, you... you... You did mention it's a huge opportunity. Um, I hear the businesswoman talking about, okay, so I, I see an opportunity here. Uh, does that mean that Tinkerbell... Um, Tinkerlink. Uh, Tinkerlink. Tinkerlink, sorry. Tinkerlink uh, supports the status quo or ma maintains the status quo of that situation? No, ideally, but what we want to make sure... And with the way that we start, we're being walking slow because yep. in this segment, you know, uh, you, you need to also win the trust of the people. So what happens is that indeed we allow people to have those interactions and those conversations and those uh, potential business. Then we added a mobile, uh, a mobile wallet yep. so people can actually get the mobile wallet and then do transactions. And people are learning. It's, it's, yep. it's a core into this, you know. We had had last year actually uh, great traction, like people really using the wallet. But then we have a big segment also like using it for, for purposes that they were not supposed to be, you know? So we needed to keep an eye uh, on, on, on that and then uh, not let the abusers of the platform to actually take advantage of it. And then having it available for yeah. the people that should, that should have it. So it's, 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 it's a process. We, we don't want them to continue in that status quo. We want them to be included into the labor market and to the financial system so they can have access to other things such as uh, credit references or, or, or yeah. eventually be part of the economy, social security, so they can pay taxes and, and so on, you know? So that's, that's what Okay, that's, that's a good path uh, for the, the use of the system. Now, also Tinkerlink had itself a great start because it was one of the startups, one of the 33 startups uh, with Singularity the University, the global uh, startup program. How did that happen? Well, you know, the Singularity University program for startups has the goal of selecting entrepreneurs that will yeah. impact the life of a billion people, you know? Yeah. Also, they, they select, projects and, and, and startups that have that potential. And I'm, I'm super proud that they saw this on Tinkerlink because, you know, uh, our aim is to, uh, to include the, the, the informal economy into the labor market. And we're talking about that the informal economy is 2 billion people. Yeah. So we were like right on, on, on that, you know, with, if, whenever we have this possible and hopefully we can grow to different countries, we have that chance to, to reach at least that billion people. So uh, that's how it works, yeah. Okay, now if I hear you talk about uh, Cronus, which you started up, um, and uh, Tinkerlink, uh, how's the balance? Where do you want to spend your, when, where are you spending your most time on? Well, uh, as I said, you know, we are 
as entrepreneurs and as as C level, even in corporate, you you are as much as your team is to mm -hmm. you. So I have a fantastic team. My uh, co-founder on Kronos, he's been taking care of mainly most of the the day-to-day -day business. He's the COO, so he he does a huge part of the operations. I still obviously uh, I'm part of the organization as well, but in 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 a less active role. So that gives me the opportunity to bring the innovation to the group in general terms, right? While the telecom is a, is a we have a team, a great team, uh, several guys that are in different parts of the world, taking care of and making it, you know, all the deals happen from the sales to the operations, to the engineering, to routing, to billing and all that stuff. You know, I have a small group that I take part of the organization with me. Like we're a little SWAT team. And then we'll start like uh, doing uh, our innovations uh, uh, pieces. Okay, I got that. Um, now, do you com compartmentalize entrepreneurship and social entrepreneurship? So like Cronus is your entrepreneurship uh, angle, uh, Tinkerlink, your social entrepreneurship. Do, does it ever get mixed or do you keep them separately deliberately? No, I, listen, there's, uh, you know, as a good entrepreneur, I guess that you do bootstrapping. Yeah. So, so sometimes I use uh, resources from... Yeah the telco side and then bring it to Tinkerlink. And sometimes the telco yep. side might need an expertise from the Tinkerlink, the entrepreneurial guys, and then bring them back home, you know? So we we are a very constructional team uh, and, and everybody likes, uh, when they're working for companies that have a, a bigger impact, everybody feels proud of it. So yep. I, I'm very happy that, uh, team on the telco they feel as part of of all the projects because we bring we bring them back to them and we we usually they're they're our gdps i call them because we, we test things on them you know and they they give us feedback as well or the, or, or they see us opportunities where to where can we uh partner with other uh, companies that are probably doing the same so i guess we have a very healthy relationship between the two organizations good now I'm not going to ask a number of years, but all those years you've worked uh, in the industry. Uh, what are the biggest learnings uh, and the biggest failures? You say, hey, this is this is my bumpy road, and this is what I've learned from. Wow. Um, listen, I guess that uh, part of the biggest learnings that I uh, or, or the things where I felt where I probably cost me the, 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 the most, uh, uh, the, the biggest scars <laughs> are, um, do not put all eggs in one basket. You okay. know, I guess that is important diversification in everything. Mm -hmm. It's not only in your investments, in your life, in, 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 in the work, in the people, you know, it's uh, in providers, big time providers, you know, your vendors. Yeah. Um, it is important. It is important because you, you never know what what can happen one day. Another thing that uh, I also learned, and, it's, and this is probably because you have to think about, you know, I come from, from a Latin country mm -hmm. with a very macho environment. So in, in, in many cases, I, and I started working very young, you know, I, I, I was working with my elbows, I call it, yeah. you know, excuse me, yeah. I'm here, yeah. I'm here. Yeah. So one of the things that I, 
I learned eventually is that it's very important to do not burn any bridges. You know, it, it is very crucial because once again, in the future, you don't know who is going to be on the other side of the table. And, uh, and, and I can tell you that I was a very, uh, uh, you know, alpha women, yeah. always yeah. ready for the punches. Yeah. But, uh, but eventually you realize, Frank, oh my gosh, this guy that is there, this girl, uh, you know. So it, it is important, don't burn any bridges because you never know what's going to be on the other side of the table. And probably the last one, you know, yeah. is that there's nothing better than a smile. You know, it's, it's learn to smile. It doesn't matter how difficult the times are. Just smile. Smile because that will create a, a, yeah. a, a similar uh, feedback to you. A couple of questions uh, on that to- last topic. Are you ever off balance? Listen, it's, I, as I said, right, I'm, I'm, I guess I'm very good in, in, um, in multitasking. Uh, one of the things that I'm, I'm always fighting to is to do not procrastinate. And, uh, and I've, I've learned how to manage this balance. And this is something that, that is pure practice. Okay. You know, if you, if you will ask me this maybe 20 years ago, uh, you, you will notice that I was not necessarily in balance, okay, right? So because I, I was doing too much work, maybe little personal. And, and right now I'm, I'm trying to maintain this balance by saying, okay, I'm not taking more of, mm-hmm. of my personal life into the work life, regardless it's my own company, right? So uh, this, and, and I want also my team to have a personal life, you know, mm-hmm. we are encouraging right now a lot of like remote working. Yeah. Most of our guys, they want to work from different parts of the world. They want to explore the world. I'm like, okay, you know, just make sure that you deliver your stuff whenever you can. Try to take your time, do whatever you need to do. Just let's commit to each other that that we're going to be in whenever we need to be in. Yeah. Sounds like a good advice uh, to share with people. Now, I'm assuming that one of the role models in your life was your grandmother you just described. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. To what extent are you yourself a role model and for who? Well, ah, that's a hard question, Fritz, because... The, um, I guess that being a role model, uh, more than a role model, I want to be an inspiration. You know, I I, I want to be somebody that that can provide uh, um, or that can inspire. You know, other 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 people. I'm always mesmerized about you know these uh, female warriors in history that uh, in our lives has you know break the status quo and uh and redefine it yeah. you know so i i would love you know for for other uh, female especially middle-aged women mm-hmm. you know to realize that yes you are not too old to start a new business yeah. you are not too old to to quit your corporate job and do something different than great i i, I would like to be an inspiration for for not only these middle-aged women, but also for, for other women, regardless of the age, girls, older, whatever, you know? Um, and hopefully they see me as someone that sends the elevator back down, you know, that, uh, that wants to include more people into whatever we are doing because we all are capable to do great things. Okay, hey, Diana, final question. I mean, time moved so fast talking to you, but 
How do you want people <clears throat> to remember you? Oh, you know what? I, I truly want people to remember me like, um, like someone that is able to give back, you know, someone that is able to share knowledge, somebody that is an agent of inclusion. I, I want to be remembered like that, that I was able to, to make you part of, of whatever circle you think that you didn't belong to. Well, you're walking the talk. Uh, you've demonstrated also with Tinkerlink that you're providing that uh, to the world. So, uh, Diana, um, we've uh, we've run out of time, which I'm very sorry about because I loved talking to you. And uh, so I want to thank you so much for sharing your thoughts, thoughts your insights, and uh, for the brand called you. Thank you so much. Thank you for it. It has been super fun. I really liked it, and uh, and we'll be in touch. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the brand called You videocast and podcast, a platform that brings you knowledge, experience, and wisdom of hundreds of successful individuals from around the world. Do visit our website www.tbcy.in to watch and listen to the stories of many more individuals. You can also follow us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Just search for the brand called You.